Thank you for joining us for Working Through the Word, a ministry of the Richmond Church of Christ. Good morning. Certainly good to see each one of you here with us this morning. And those at our home that are worshiping with us online, we're certainly glad that you have chose to join us this morning. And we would like to invite you to come and be with us any time you can. I'm not like Mike, I don't get up and, and walk around all the time. A couple of reasons for that. First of all, I don't have a photographic mind like Mike, Mike has. And the other reason is I've been told that I look better behind the podium than I do in front of the podium. It's been eight years, I think, since I last spoke so Jack's mind may be getting a little blurred over that period of time. But during the last week or so since Mike drafted me to preach this morning, I've had difficulty in deciding what I would speak on. And I have changed my mind several times. And I come down to whether I wanted to speak on something that was motivational or whether I wanted to speak on something that was more personal. And after much deliberation and prayer, I decided to share with you some personal things this morning. I hope that you will bear with me and and maybe that you can identify with some of the things that I have to say. Paul wrote in Philippians 4, verse 4, Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. It seems to me that the church has always been under persecution. In the first century, the Roman government controlled most of the known world at that time, and they weren't very fond of Christians. They opposed Christianity because Christians wouldn't bow down to them and, and worship the emperor. So Christians were, in many cases, were arrested in prison and at times were, were even put to death. There are Christians in Afghanistan today that are in hiding because if they are found, they will be shot or dragged out in the street and, and suffer a, a more cruel death as a message to other Christians, even in their own people. There are Christians all over the world, especially in the Middle East and in communist countries, if found, will be imprisoned or put to death. Brenda and I have a friend, or we did have a friend, she has now passed on. Her daughter married the preacher at the largest congregation of the Church of Christ in Rome, Italy. His father was a Catholic priest. And after reading and studying the Bible over a period of years, he decided that he would give up Catholicism and he helped to grow the Church of Christ in Rome, Italy. 
because Rome is predominantly Catholic, they can't advertise and go out on the streets and, and teach the gospel. They have to be very secretive in their worship service and in their efforts to teach others. They have to be very discreet. One time they came to visit her mother and we had a firsthand knowledge or was able to witness what the Bible talks about is speaking in tongues. The father preached, but he didn't know English. He spoke in Italian and none of us knew Italian. So his son had to interpret for, for him. Here in the new United States, Christianity is under attack. When I was in school, we would start the day with the Pledge of Allegiance to the flag of the United States, and then we would have a prayer that can no longer be done. You could teach about other religions, particularly Muslim, but you can't teach about Christianity. Many symbols have been removed in this country in many places, symbols are forbidden that represent Christianity because they are offensive to others. I saw a post the other day where a church was suing the, the local authorities because they had removed something that they had put up that was a religious significance. And the way it's going, it's gonna get worse and worse before it gets better. How much longer will God allow the church to be persecuted? How much longer will God allow Christians to be persecuted? And Paul wrote, rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. Perhaps some of you are going through illness, personal illness or illness in your family. Perhaps some of you have lost a close, a dear loved one. Others may be going through family problems or marital problems. Some of you may be going through financial problems. Regardless of what we're going through, we are to rejoice in the Lord. With all that's going on in the world today and everything that we have to deal with personally, how is it possible? How is it possible to rejoice in the Lord? First of all, we have to realize that God is in control. It may seem like at times that evil is winning, but God is in control. We read in Genesis 6, beginning with verse 5, the Lord saw the weakness of man was great in the earth, and then every intent and thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. And the Lord was sorry that he had made man on the earth, and he was grieved in his heart. So the Lord said, I will destroy man whom I have created from the face of the earth, both man and beast, creeping things and birds of the air, for I am sorry that I have made him. 
because the world had become so evil, God decided that he would destroy everything that he had created. But Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. And Noah and his family ate souls and the animals and birds and creatures that Noah took on the ark with him were saved. We have fought two world wars in this country where evil men were trying to take over the world and everything in the world. But good eventually prevailed. God is in control. Second, God is our Father. We are made in the image of God. Mike had mentioned last Sunday in his sermon that God put a piece of himself in each one of us. Beloved, now we are children of God. It has not yet been revealed what we shall be, but we know that when he is revealed, we shall be like him. For we shall see him as he is, and everyone who has this hope in him purifies himself just as he is pure. 1 John 3, verses 2 and 3. That one day we're going to see God as he is. We're going to be like him because God is our Father. We'll be heirs, joint heirs with Christ that we can ever be with God. God loves us and God takes care of our needs. In Luke chapter 12, Jesus told the people, says, don't worry about food or clothing. Don't worry about those things. And in verse 31, he said, seek the kingdom of God and all these things will be added to you. You know, God has promised us that the things that we worry the most about in this life, that he's going to take care of them if we'll put him first in our life. The third reason that we can rejoice is because we have a Savior. God so loved the world, God so loved you and me, that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Jesus left the glory of heaven and came to this earth he was born of woman. He went through the same trials and tribulations that you and I go through. And then he was willing to go to the cross and there die for our sins. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places in Christ. Ephesians 1 verse 3. Every spiritual blessing is in Christ. Rejoice in the Lord, O you righteous. Psalm 33, verse 1. Rejoice always. 1 Thessalonians 5, verse 16. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. Notice the only way that we can rejoice is if we're in the love, in the Lord. There are probably 15 or 20 things that are named in the Bible that saves us. 
We're saved by faith. We're saved by grace. We're saved by repentance. We're saved by the blood of Christ, and the list goes on. But there is only one thing that puts us into Christ. As many of you as were baptized into Christ have put on Christ, Galatians 3, verse 27. The only way that we can rejoice is to be in Christ. And the only way that we can get into Christ is being baptized into him. Peter, in preaching the first gospel sermon in Acts, the second chapter, told the people to repent and let every one of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, Acts 2, verse 38. Ananias asked Paul in Acts 22, verse 16, why are you waiting? Arise and be baptized and wash away your sins. Rejoice in the Lord always, and again I say rejoice. Paul wrote in Philippians chapter 1, verse 21, he wrote to die is gain. And then in verse 24, he said, to remain in the flesh is more needful for you. I think each one of us can realize what Paul meant by this writing. I would say this morning that most everyone here in the audience is prepared to die, but not ready to die, if you get what I mean. You have family members that need you, you need to take care of. You have others that you need to bring to Christ. If you will forgive me for a minute, I'm going to take myself as an example. In two months, I'm going to be, in February, I'm going to be 73 years old. For some of you, you say, well, that's not too bad. And others will say, boy, that's an old man. <laughs> I know I don't look a day over 50, <laughs> but I'll be 73 years old. <clears throat> My dad died at 73. His dad died at 73. And his dad died at 73. When I was growing up, we used to sing a song. I couldn't find it, so I may not have the words exactly the way they are. It says, I want to stay here longer than my allotted days. My mother is 95 years old. Jack and Carol went over to visit Wortham, wherever they went, there they are. And Jack said, Louie, your mother is like the old Lucille. And that's true most of the time. <clears throat> she very rarely gets out of bed. She either sleeps or watches television. She eats very little. Of course, she doesn't burn up very many calories. So in the next 14 months, 
I guess I'll learn whether I have my dad's genes or my mom's genes. I'm sure many of you can identify with this, especially you men, that you want to see your wife and your family taken care of. I would like to see that Brenda's okay and is taken care of. My mother lost her only other child in 1993, two months prior to losing her husband, my dad. So since 1993, I've been the one to look after mom and see that she is taken care of. I'd like to continue seeing that she's taken care of. I'd like to see Aiden graduate from high school and college and hopefully one day become a faithful Christian. And my hope and prayer is, I'm sure each one of yours is, my hope and prayer is that one day before I depart from this life, that I can see my family, all of my family, faithful to the Lord and his church. Rejoice in the Lord always, and I say rejoice. You know, it doesn't matter how many accolades or that you receive on this earth. It doesn't matter how successful you are. It doesn't matter how much money you've made. In the end, the only thing will matter is your relationship with the Lord. So we need to rejoice in the Lord. There may be someone here this morning that is not in the Lord. You can only have joy if you are in the Lord. You may have temporary, but have lasting to have eternal joy. You must be in Jesus Christ. I would like to encourage you this morning to take that first step to be baptized into Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins. He will wash away your sins. He will add you to his church and you can begin living a life of faith. There may be someone here this morning that because of the pandemic, because of their job or whatever it might be, that is not as faithful as they once were. The elders will be down here at the front. They will be glad to pray with you and for you that your faith might be restored to what it once was. There may be someone here this morning that the loads and cares of this life are weighting you down and you can hardly bear them. The elders will pray with you and for you, and this congregation will love you and do whatever they can for you. If we can assist you this morning, will you come 
as we stand and sing. We hope you enjoyed today's broadcast brought to you by the Richmond Church of Christ. We are located at 1500 Lancaster Road in Richmond, Kentucky. We meet on Sunday mornings for Bible class at 9 a.m., followed by our morning worship service held at 10 a.m. Our Sunday evening service is held at 6 p.m., and our midweek Bible study is held on Wednesday at 7 p.m. If you are in the area, we would love to have you as our honored guest. Thanks for listening.